It's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Seltzer Cast. I'm your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Today, we have a guest uh, who's returning to the pod. Carly Wiesel uh, is here to discuss the hard-to-find, the elusive, I would say, uh, at least in America, uh, sing soda water. So I, I just want to say this for a second. I definitely called everywhere pronouncing it sing-ha. It's not that. It is sing soda water. Uh, I did not know You didn't know, know this as well. Okay. So, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's mostly known as, like, a beer, so... Uh, yeah, this is from uh, here. I do not have a, a source, but from a website about like beer, they said uh, it's pronounced sing, not sing ha, because the ha is silent in, I guess, like Thailand. So uh, sing soda water. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone I've ever eaten at a Thai restaurant with who has ordered this brand of beer has done it incorrectly. I, you know, it's it's tricky because I definitely called like I think the way to try to get this is by saying sing ha because like when. I was caught like I was and we'll get into this but I was like going down the list of like the uh uh where they like supply to and there was like a lot of places near me but none of them knew what the soda water was and every single person was pronouncing it saying ha so I guess if you want to find it or if you want to order it pronounce it saying ha but otherwise it's saying soda water yeah it's a it's a big big revelation, but yeah. So you you had brought this up uh, to me, I believe. Like it it's got to be like a year ago. You had emailed me and said like, um, you know, this is really hard to find, and uh, if you could track it down, like check it out. Um, and I've been intrigued about it ever since. So I'm glad we're able to discuss it and uh, tell me uh, what what's your history with this? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> beyond just difficult woman recommends difficult seltzer. Um, <laughs> So I will pronounce it sing going forward to pay for my crimes, but sing soda water is just, it is the best bubble I've ever had in a seltzer. It comes in a small little glass jar, which I think aids it as well because there things can be very crisp in a can. And I don't love a big glass bottle. Mm-hmm. It's in this little short fat bottle, which is perfect. But we go to this restaurant called Otis. It's in, I think it's technically in Hollywood. It's in Los Angeles. And It is our go-to restaurant. We order delivery from them at least once a week. Peak pandemic, we're talking three to four if we're really going for it. Uh, I'm the type of person who loves to have a regular spot and this has absolutely become my regular spot. And we saw it on the menu once and tried it and we're blown away. And for anyone local, if you eat at Otis or if you get delivery from there, you can order a six pack of it. So I haven't been able to find it in any grocery stores, but sometimes we'll order a six pack or two six packs and just really cherish every sip. Right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very excited to try it. I'll say, you know, um, it it's worth the chase. Like it wasn't like a difficult thing to do because I was just like calling a bunch of people and being like, do you have this? You know, it's funny to ask i mean so i'm located on long island and i had to uh i was going into manhattan anyway so it was like perfect they definitely have it in manhattan like i knew that there was at least one place in manhattan that would have it so yeah i called uh a bunch of places near me um and then i had spoken to you so 
the places that that were near me a lot of them were just like local long island like distributor people that were just like i don't know what that is and like just like left it as, <laughs> as that but um yeah once you recommended like thai restaurants it became super easier to find uh because i was calling like grocery stores and stuff and just nowhere but um what ended yeah, up happening and, no oh, go, go ahead okay. no. oh no i was gonna say um so I, I know it says product of Thailand. Yeah. The Thai restaurant we go to where I first discovered it, they have some sort of fancy seal on the door that is something from Thailand. I don't know if it's like a government seal of approval. I don't know what it is, but this Thai restaurant is fantastic. And they really pride themselves on having dishes that you cannot find anywhere else. So when I was thinking of where it might be in New York, I was like, oh, what's a good comp to that? Like, what's a Thai restaurant that's like, no, 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 we're not your average delivery Thai. We've got some wild stuff that you haven't had before. And that's how I found a location in Manhattan that had it. Right. And so this is the part of the story that you don't know, is that I had called Thai Diner, which you had recommended to me. And I was like, so excited, Carly. I was like, I've never eaten there before. And I've always heard of it. Like, I was like, I have to go and finally do this. And I had like a long day in the city. I had karaoke planned. I was like, okay, this is perfect. I'm going to go there and get a brunch, like a big brunch. And um, I called them and they did not have the soda water. And so I have the soda water, but I found it from a place called Fish Cheeks, which after planning days in advance and being like, I'm going to try to find it on Long Island. Fish Cheeks does have a location on Long Island and I ended up just getting it in the city anyway because it just worked out that uh, like Montauk is like an hour and a half from me and that's where their second location is. So I was like, I'm not going to drive to Montauk. I'm going to the city anyway. Let's go get the soda water. And where I got it. I looked at the Fish Cheeks <laughs> menu and they didn't have it listed. This soda yeah. water is like a little bit of a ghost. Yeah. You really, you have to ask around. Is, is this the most underground soda water you've had yet? <laughs> Probably. I, you know, uh, something similar. I, I'll keep it under wraps, but like there is a, uh, I think it's from Spain. There's a the seltzer from Spain that I'm covering very soon. And that was a little bit difficult to find too. But by difficult to find, I mean that uh, no one had it, but amazon so it really wasn't that difficult to find but uh it was uh i was like where's the shipping from it wasn't like something that i could just like go pick up but you know i, I mean I you gotta it. you gotta bring the heat if you're coming on for a second time yeah. you know you can't there's not i assume there's no Lacroix flavors left there you know th we didn't cover the um they the released skinnies? like the, the summer flavors mm. um and those i've recently had i had the beach plum that was like my favorite out of the three and so that could be happening, but I don't know if those are like limited time offers either. Like, so who knows? But uh, yeah, and then also LaCroix, I'll say that like they have like cola flavored, like they have like a bunch of flavors that I just have never seen near me at all. So it does seem kind of endless in a way that, uh, you know, most people don't even want to cover LaCroix. I think it's just because it's like already talked about like so much. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, happy to finally try sing after after all this you know so. i know you learned it <laughs> yeah definitely all right so with that in mind let's crack it open yeah yeah already i see like the carbonation is coming out like a lot <laughs> okay cheers <laughs> wow just explodes with bubbles. Yeah. And it's like 
crazy refreshing in a way that like so yeah i mean like they said specifically on their website that um they produce it from like eight private wells in thailand <laughs> so i thought that was really fascinating and uh you're definitely getting like that uh you know authentic like yeah they actually made it not in a factory you know i consider this to be a dinner seltzer because i like to have a seltzer you know, like in the afternoon, sometimes late at night, occasionally while taking a bath. But this is really an event seltzer, mm-hmm. uh, to give it that terrible term. Like, I'll have this with dinner and it'll feel like special more than a can of something else would. Right, right, right. Yeah, it definitely feels more like celebratory. Um, and it's really delicious. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, Another fact about it as well is that uh, it is from 1935, so they uh, have been going for, like, that long. And, oh, my God. Yeah, uh, and originally it was produced with the blessing of the Thai royal family. Um, and then word quickly spread around just how good it was, and everybody in Thailand, like, loves it. So, so you're saying yeah. I have royal taste. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so what I like about it is that so when you open it at the tippy top, because the neck is really small, it's like a little small fat bottle. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, so many bubbles. And then you kind of ease into it once you get into the body of the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, to your point as well about it being like a dinner seltzer is that like, I've definitely had seltzers on here before that it just you drink it like there's almost like two categories like can you have this with a meal and should i not have this with a meal and i feel like a lot of like the lacroix like come into play with that too like the limoncello and everything Mm, like that like that's exactly where my mind was going it's a dessert seltzer like it's not like people say like (laughs) there's dessert wine like it's a dessert seltzer so like this specifically i think that like the bubbles are good but it's not like so overpowering where it's like you're only tasting like the seltzer like it's it's really fresh and it's like definitely meant for like having alongside like a big meal or something yeah it feels very champagne adjacent Mm -hmm. oh it's so good i love it and i think i'm so glad you like it after going through all the effort (laughs) no i it was worth it and you know uh for it specifically being in like a glass bottle i know you mentioned that as well like i think that really makes a difference because i don't know just you know finding out that it's coming from like private wells and everything like that like it definitely feels fancier but it's not like it i like how like compact and like you know it's per person it is it's not like overpowering in any way yeah it's good i love it yeah they'll um at the restaurant at otis they'll bring out little cups with it and i'll be like oh no 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 i'm taking it in the bottle which i usually do with beer also Mm -hmm. so it feels something the bottle feels a little like i can't remember to sing not sing how a sing beer bottle looks like but this instantly makes me think of red stripe Mm -hmm. but to me i'm like oh it's like a fun it's like if you wanted a beer but take away the beer yeah yeah no (laughs) i i agree and i i it kind of reminds me of like uh Topo Chico in a way that like Topo Chico specifically they're both seltzers that come from like wells or like mountains and like are just like part of glass bottles so it feels authentic and great and yeah it's it's super refreshing lots of bubbles love it I know so many bubbles Mm -hmm. I hate um 
we we were in Colorado over the summer, and the only seltzer you can get there is sometimes Lacroix. Like okay. still, the, there's like no groceries where we were. Just yeah. like things are still all messed up from the pandemic. So sometimes there's Lacroix at the grocery store. Otherwise, we had to sometimes get Pellegrino, which mm-hmm. is like a, a big glass bottle. Yeah, and it is just so deeply disappointing to me when I'm used to this. Do you like like those little uh, like the San Pellegrino like blood orange or like the no you don't like any of those? I I'm really? not a, okay not a fan of the entire portfolio of Pellegrino wow. seltzers. That's a hot I take. Think <laughs> they're too close to still water for me. Gotcha. Like they're okay. just not. They don't pack enough punch. This mm-hmm. one, like you drink this and you you never think, did I accidentally buy still? which happens every time with Pellegrino. Yeah, I think a lot of, like, mineral waters, like, that's kind of how I like it, but that's kind of how I feel about, like, Perrier. I feel like that specifically, like, the bubbles are not, like, as uh, prominent as they should be, but that's also something where it's a long, like, European tradition to, like, have a Perrier. So I don't want to be like, hey, like, it's been around for so long. Like, I I guess people love it, you know? I don't know. I mean, I... I was going to say, I like my seltzers American as I'm drinking a product of Thailand, but I like my seltzers in America imported from Thailand. I think yeah, that's, that's, that's the good way to go. Yeah. I mean, uh, one thing I'll say too, that I left out about the story was that when I arrived to Fish Cheeks, the woman, uh, who I approached and was like, Hey, uh, I called, can I, can I get like a couple of these to go? Uh, she was ringing me up and she was like, oh, I didn't realize this was that big of a thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, maybe I'm the only one that's ever gotten like uh, three bottles of uh, Sing Soda water to go, but uh, um, they wrapped it up really nicely and put it in a bunch of bags. And yeah, it was great. Was able to carry it to the movies, to karaoke. They they did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> I, I love I, that so much. I know, and, like, I uh, I got it, like, much earlier in the day. I was, like, somebody in the city. Like, I'm, like, I know I'm going to go into the movie theater, and they're going to be, like, why are you bringing in, like, glass bottles of them thinking it's going to be, like, alcohol? And they were, like, nope, just just go right in. So it worked out perfectly. Oh, what movie did you see? What movie? I saw Candyman. I... Oh, cool. Wow, yeah, these, uh, these soda waters really went on a journey. <laughs> they did, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then back on the Long Island Railroad and everywhere, so... I, I'm happy that nothing broke and the carbonation lasted. So, yeah. Gla- I think that's really all you that. can ask for. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's it's nice to know that there's... Uh, I, I wonder if Fish Cheeks in, in Montauk has them, but we shall see. Yeah. I know. I See, I don't know much about big corporate seltzer. That's, I assume you do, but it feels like Topo Chico was this special thing you can only find in certain places until Coke bought them. Yeah. Or maybe they own them and just didn't turn it out. But yeah. now Topo Chico, like it's in Whole Foods, it's all over the place. But this you truly can't find. Like, yeah, no, exactly. Like, it took two of us and we still, I sent you to the wrong place. <laughs> For, yeah, Topo Chico, we talked about that recently on the pod because uh, they have like a limited flavor of tangerine that just dropped, but it's only in, you can only get it at Sprouts locations, which is nowhere near New York. So I had to have a friend send me it from uh, California and we did like a panel on the pod but um yeah it's uh it's 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 definitely coke that bought them and uh i'm less cynical about that because i think that like uh topo chico has had like a long history and it's still like really good and then i'm more cynical about something like bubbly which is just like pepsi's answer to look 
LaCroix and just is everywhere and it's not that great. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I understand that feeling. <laughs> I gotta say, I've been at a lot of gas stations this summer because we, um, to go back to Colorado, we drive both ways. Mm-hmm. And I recently drove to Wisconsin and like, well, from Chicago, let's not get wild here. Um, and there has been an unbelievable, I would say 900% increase in the amount of seltzers in like American gas stations, like yeah. road trip, highway, real outside of city gas stations right. have full seltzer fridges. I was mm-hmm. shocked. Yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely like a, a boom where, uh, you know, once once the big players of like Pepsi and Coke came in and uh, uh, Coke having aha and then Pepsi having bubbly, those are like everywhere and they're they're OK, like they're good, but they're not like, you know. I prefer mainly everything else. So, <laughs> yeah, I just remember last year only seeing the bubbly, I guess, what do we call tall boys? Uh-huh. They had like these big old bubbly cans. And now there were rows of different seltzers. Yeah, it's all over. It's the Seltzer Coast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you love them? The good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like. Well, it sounds like Super is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. They love movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for cinema. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic, Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that show your support for making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And listeners, I have a treat for you. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. Carly, uh, okay. so in December, you have devoted an entire month of the podcast to Shrek. Rightfully so, I would say. Uh, you weren't on board with the woman <laughs> who went on a wild goose chase for a single seltzer. Buckle up! <laughs> uh, before we uh, talk more about it, just explain what Shrek's Ember is. Oh, I would be happy to explain <laughs> Shrek's Ember. So, long story short, I report on theme parks, and I have for the past six or seven years, I have to sit down and actually do the math, and I haven't. Um, but for the longest time, I have just kind of accepted the fact that throughout November and December, and I am I mean November and December, it's like six to seven full weeks that theme parks dedicate to the holidays. And throughout that entire segment of the year, I, as a Jewish person, just feel real left out. And I've, I accepted it for a while and was like, you know what, I'm, I'm a minority here. Like this is not, they shouldn't have a parade for Hanukkah. Like that would be bananas. But as, you know, as conversations about inclusivity and equality and things like that are now in the zeitgeist, I kind of looked at it last year and realized 
this is weird. This is weird that all of the Hanukkah merchandise is the same stuff every year. And I have no interest in buying it because it's not good. And the fact that we are mostly only represented by one menorah that's like off to the side, like kind of hidden behind a tree. Like there's just really no Hanukkah representation within the theme parks, which are celebrating the holidays again, one sixth out of the year. So one sixth of the year while I'm doing my job, I am othered, which is technically not good. So I learned <laughs> through a series of stories and tweets that Shrek is kind of Jewish. Uh, so the movie Shrek, the DreamWorks film, which everyone knows about, is based on a book and the name Shrek is Yiddish. And the book is written by a Jewish author who is an immigrant. And there are a lot of like Yiddish Jewish ties to it. So I thought this is a character that exists in theme parks right now. He exists in Universal on both coasts. He exists mm -hmm. internationally. They could just throw, throw a Hanukkah sweater on him and we'd finally have one character one character there is no you go there's santa goofy everyone's wearing like so i think spongebob celebrates christmas there is no jewish representation or any other holiday representation among characters in theme parks period so i decided to take it upon myself and dedicate a month of my podcast to shrek and his jewish ties i did four episodes on it last year i'm gonna do four this year and so on and so on until we get that green ogre in a sweater but um my first episode of shrek sember last year interviews everyone involved in deciding that shrek was jewish and makes a really good case for why he is and so i'm deciding to champion it as loud as i can so that we have something amazing and carly i'm not sure if you're aware but i have a shrek connection as well so this is why i wanted to talk about this today um, so more. for, uh, at the start of COVID, uh, my girlfriend and I decided to create a zoom movie club called the Mike Myers movie club. Um, and we watched all of Mike Myers films, uh, with Q and A's from people who have worked on the movies. So we were able to talk to anybody from Mrs. Kwan from cat in a hat, the director of 54. We talked to the cinematographer of Wayne's world. We talked to uh, production designer Shrek. So a bunch of people. We just we did like a we curated like a screening series, um, and so I wanted to bring this up to you because we both have a Shrek connection in a way. Um, yeah. So uh, long story short, uh, we did a screening series and we made a friend group out of it. Just a bunch of people from Twitter joined, and um, it was great. And I'm meeting them in Orlando uh, very soon. Uh, where we're kind of doing Mike Myers Movie Club in person by seeing Shrek 4D. So it all ties together. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, and I have a Shrek game that we can play. <gasps> okay, I hope... Um, I mean, I am very well versed in his... <laughs> prescribed jewish roots and less in the films so let's uh let's hope i don't mess it up no you're good so the game we're gonna play is uh i'm gonna list shrek promotional tie-ins because there's been so oh many heaven yes and uh you're gonna tell me if they're real or not oh i love this <laughs> okay so uh the first one starting is shrek's mint ogreload mcflurry so from mcdonald's I'm going to say, well, should I say, like, uh, is there, like, an ogre way to be like, ogre, yes, or, like, ogre, no? You choose. It's up to I'm you. I'm going to say, ogre, yes. <laughs> yes, that is real. 
Okay. Yeah, that Perfect. that was tested. Like th- those words together, there were people in a room who had to approve that. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, maybe this is giving it away, but this one is absolutely just uh, donkey Coca Cola. What do you think? <laughs> Ogre, no. Yeah, no, not real. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ogre Orange High C. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Ogre, no. Not real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because ogre, I think they would want, they would bring back Ecto Cooler for like an ogre specific mm-hmm. drink. Right. Okay. Ogre Green Twinkies. Ogre, yes? Yes. Ew! Wow. <laughs> Ew! Also, uh, interesting that you bring up Ecto Cooler because they definitely have had like green Twinkies for Ghostbusters. So a lot of these have been uh, reused. You know, <laughs> green twink like it's like the Twinkie that doesn't expire isn't bad enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just make it green. <laughs> oh, oh right. boy! Shrek two ogre cherry toaster strudel with ogre icing. Lots of ogres in there. I want it to be true, so I'm gonna say ogre. Yeah. Yep, it's real. Okay. Wow. Uh, Snickers with green Shrek filling. <laughs> I don't care if it's not real. I'm saying ogre yes. Yes, it is real. It is real? Yeah. They had wait, they so was the was it green nougat? I believe so. Or maybe maybe it was the caramel. Either way. Possibly, yeah. Horrifying and delightful. <laughs> the world the world was shot crazy for a little bit there. Everybody loves them. God. Our All Jewish right. king. Yeah. Uh Heinz Shrek Easy Squirt Green Ketchup. 100% ogre, yes. Yes, that is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a home run. <laughs> uh, Someone Dol- got a promotion on that product. Of course. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dole shredded uh, le- truck lettuce. Ogre, no. Ogre, no, no. Too healthy. <laughs> yeah. Too healthy. Um, Shrek M&M's swamped with peanut butter. <gasps> ogre, yes. Ogre, yes. Yeah. Uh, Shrek 2 Pillsbury waffle sticks with green swamp syrup. Ogre no? Ogre yes. Oh, swamp syrup. <laughs> Green swamp syrup. Yep. Green. Okay, that, so story-wise, not to be me being like as though I work at the ad agency. So the swamp wouldn't be green. So no. I think that is a yeah. misstep. Yeah. And the waffle sticks. Now, I don't know what the packaging specifically looks like, but I think that's more donkey than it is Shrek. I agree. So, yeah. Uh, baked Cheetos that turn your tongue Shrek green. Ogre, yes? Yes. <laughs> wow. Baked uh, and baked is like their healthy-ish line, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, wow, <laughs> wow. Uh, sour cream and onion Shrek Pringles. Ogre, no? Ogre, no. Oh, wow. I wish those were real, though. <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, canonically, he talks about onions, so, you know. Perfect. Yeah, wait, you you should sell that idea. I probably should. Because the, that's Pringles like on the, the one pod. product in this lineup that should exist. I agree. Uh, Shrek 2 Pop Secret Green Popcorn. Ogre, yes? Yes. Oh, I missed that? Green popcorn. Yeah, yes, it is, yeah. Uh, Swampberry Kiwi Kool-Aid. Ogre, yes? No. Ah! It's not real. <laughs> So yeah, why, there why you... are you so good at this? That should absolutely <laughs> exist. I know. I'm gonna uh, make my way to this Madison Avenue and become an ad man, but specifically for Shrek only. <laughs> Listen, I know it came out 20 years ago, but boy, have I got some ideas. Uh, you know, I hope that uh, 
Universal or DreamWorks or whatever acknowledges this. And yeah, I agree. Shrek uh, should wear a sweater and celebrate Hanukkah. It's, it's got to happen. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's truly so like to make to make that character inclusive. He just has to put on a sweater. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. And he could, I know that he celebrates Christmas in the films, but, you know, Fiona isn't Jewish. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, you know, it's an interfaith marriage. Like, how nice would that be to represent that in your parks with your characters? I agree. I agree. I know. And, you know, I've heard, like, uh, it, it's confusing because I heard that they are going to make another Shrek film, but it's talks of, like, a reboot. And I'm like, how do you reboot an animated franchise? It's not, like recast like recasting the actors it's it's strange oh um, boy but we'll see and i i look you know what i look forward the, to the most out of that happening is the promotional tie-ins and all of that and just shrek coming back into the public eye but did he leave i don't think so it's really wild i think that tiktok has helped him ascend <laughs> like tiktok has done a lot for um 17 year old white girls people who make music and Shrek exclusively. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, he's really just riding that wave. And I, the amount of, cause whenever Shrek stuff happens, I'm tagged in it, which is perfect because I am really not on TikTok and this way I'm kept in the loop. Yeah. And there are so many Shrek parties mm-hmm. and not just like, like people have been like, why don't you throw a Shrek party? And I'm like, because my friends will not bring it. Like these people have like the level of execution. There's people dressing like that barmaid with the teeny tiny high eyebrows, mm-hmm. like full looks. My friends won't do that. My friends are just going to come over and hang out and drink seltzer. Let's be real. But they like these parties and they're all different and they're all so good. I just, I love people who are really bringing it when it comes to Shrek. He's back. I love yeah. it. Agreed. Agreed. And I can only hope that someday uh, when Shrek makes a new movie, see now I'm talking about him like he's an actual actor, like Shrek himself makes a new movie. Uh, <laughs> I hope that there's a Shrek promotional tie in seltzer, um, you know, Promotional tie-in seltzers haven't really uh, existed until recently. Um, the first one being uh, Sanzo just did uh, for Shang-Chi. So that's really cool. Really? Um, yeah. On the cans, they have, like, the character. So it's not like they changed the um, the flavor because it's still, like, the lychee flavor. But they're – because they're, like, the red cans. They have all the characters on it. So How cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I'm, uh, a, I'm a huge Marvel, like a huge yeah, Marvel fan. So that's very exciting to me. Um, yeah, they uh, they posted like the actors with the cans on like the red carpet and stuff. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, and it's definitely interesting to see uh, something that we talk about on the podcast literally almost every episode is that uh, Bob Lee was supposed to put out a banana minion seltzer. <gasps> um, but because the movie keeps getting delayed, the banana minion seltzer is not has not been released at all. So um, we can only hope that that will happen soon. And I, 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 I'm excited for the day, but I also dread the day because uh, I, I'm, I, I'm just, I don't like banana, and I think it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I see. My reaction is quite opposite because I love a minion. Mm-hmm. I love a fake banana flavor, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever had a carbonated one. That's true. Yeah, I think banana is definitely like a untouched market. In, it's going to when I fall in love with this minion seltzer <laughs> and then I have to pack my fridge with it. It was like leaked on the Walmart website. Uh, <laughs> like, because they, like, I see it. I don't, I'm sure you see it as well, but like, I've seen so many like minions rise of Gru things on like clearance because the movie's just not coming out. Um, so 
yeah they're it's it's a strange world we live in where like because of release schedules like they have to get the products out but like uh not not the seltzer okay so if you heard me typing i'm absolutely googling this so it's um i see what you're saying it says out of stock but it hasn't i didn't miss it no 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 like uh it just never came out and so bubbly like i don't know if this is their way to kind of like ease the blow of not releasing the seltzer but i've heard that like uh i have like friends in canada who spotted that like and maybe in the u.s as well that like certain bubbly cans had minions on it but they weren't banana flavored so it's been a whole mystery of like they're not dropping the flavor until they drop the movie but then the movie keeps getting pushed like over and over and i think it's now dated until like next summer so it's 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 been a uh maybe maybe that's the most uh chase i've been on for a seltzer that just never came out you know did you ever think that your life would lead you to being in the cross section of Hollywood and seltzer? No, honestly, no. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, and Such a robust beat. I never yeah. would have thought so. <laughs> it, it all ties together. Um, so sing Soda Water, uh, one out of ten. What are you going to rate it, Carly? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Is ten highest? Ten, ten is the highest. Yeah. To me, I'm going to say ten because I've never had a better seltzer. This is my all-time favorite seltzer. I've never had it in the morning, and it feels weird. Like, it's an indulgence I didn't earn yet. But uh, this, I mean, this is the pinnacle. This is this is my all-time favorite seltzer. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, I'm going to give it a ten as well. I do wish Ooh. that. Yeah, it, it's... It's excellent. Wow, wow. I think that uh, the glass bottle and the carbonation is like what really is shining here. And also just the water tastes like super fresh. It's like uh, really clean in a way that like, like, you know, and not to insult Perrier again, but like Perrier kind of has like a little bit of an aftertaste. This is just fresh. Like it is like just straight up like it. it's like a perfect seltzer. I love it. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I have... I have a regional soda fountain seltzer story to tell you. Whoa, please tell me. I'm so happy I remembered <laughs> because as I was saying 10, I was like, you know, I really do love seltzer out of a freestyle machine. Yeah. But no more because <laughs> there is this, again, uh, you and I are on the same level when it comes to really diving in deep on stuff. A lot of people never pay attention to. Right, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> there is this drink chain called Swig. Okay, yeah. It began in Utah. That. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's in like, it's regional. So it's Utah. I don't think they have any in Nevada. They might have one or two. Arizona, kind mm -hmm. of in that area. Sure. And they're known for spiked, they're called dirty sodas. It's like a, a so soda Starbucks, essentially, soda with flavorings and things like that. And it is my one and that like it's in St. George, Utah, the one that I stop at on the way to Colorado. And it is like, I look forward to it the in like both ways. It is. All, I'm like, oh, we're two hours away. I got to start planning my order. I'm obsessed with it. But when we went this year, uh -huh. they have basically the same thing for seltzer now. Whoa. So you can customize, and I'm talking like 44 ounce jug of customized seltzer. And I had one that was transcendent. It was, and I could try this at home, but I'd have to buy all the stuff. Yeah. It was uh, fountain seltzers, you know, like pretty crisp, good. Uh -huh. And then it had coconut syrup in it. Wow. Which was interesting. Okay. And then this is the kicker. It had pieces of frozen fruit in it. Whoa. So it was essentially good. this like, it was this drink experience where the closer I got to the bottom, the more mango it was because uh -huh. of the mango bits. It was like, 
I had it and was like, if someone doesn't open this in a coastal city and charge $9, they're out of their mind. Because can you imagine going to a, a restaurant or a drive-thru or an eatery where you can just customize your own seltzer like it's Starbucks? Yeah, it is. You know, I, I that that sounds amazing. And I agree with you, Carly. I think that like from somebody who lives on Long Island, like, and it's so close to like Manhattan, like you see all these businesses and stuff and you're like, these would succeed out here, but like nobody's doing it, you know? And so, uh, yeah, maybe maybe I got to uh, get in my car immediately after we record and drive to Swig, even if it'll take me like a total of a, <laughs> take you so a, a week <laughs> or more. Um, wait, I want to find my exact order for anyone <laughs> for anyone who is blessed enough to be by a Swig. I got a it's called a refresher. It was sparkling water, sugar free coconut, fresh lime and frozen mango. Wow. That sounds so good. Oh, vacation Amazing. in a bottle. Amazing. All right, Carly, thank you again for returning to the Seltzer cast. I think you were like our sixth episode last time. So it's been a long time, but uh, good to have you here again. Uh, what would you like to plug? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so yeah, much. I'm, of course. This is truly a joy every time. And I can't believe how much Shrek knowledge I've amassed just <laughs> from this game. Um, the I guess the only thing to plug is my podcast. It's called Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel. It's all about you know, like weird theme park stories, news, diving a little deeper into things that are happening. Um, we are back. Uh, by the time this airs, we'll be back. Um, there's just a whole bunch going on. Theme parks are in this interesting space where there's gigantic things happening, like Disney World's 50th anniversary, and yet we are still in a pandemic. So it's all over the place, which makes reporting quite interesting. So I recommend checking it out. All right, Carly, thank you for coming on and thank you for introducing me to such a wonderful water. Uh, I'm going to be looking for it every time I'm at a Thai restaurant. So uh, thank you. So happy. Yeah. Thank you. This has been the SeltzerCast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the SeltzerCast. Be sure to follow our Twitter at SeltzerCast and our Instagram, which is seltzer.cast. See you next week. <laughs>